When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The season is starting and Prosper Insurance is helped to stock you up on your favorite Washington football team gear by offering a $25 gift card to the NFL shop when you get a home and auto quote with them. You don't even have to buy a policy to get the $25 gift card, though the savings will be worth it. I can tell you from experience, the quote I received was $2,000 less than my previous insurer. It might not be like that for everyone, but why not find out? Finding the right insurance can be a pain, but Prosper makes it easy while providing great service and advice. Their licensed advisors shop the market with top companies like Allstate, Nationwide, Progressive, Travelers, and more to find you the perfect coverage at a great rate, which helps explain why Prosper has more than 1,000 five-star reviews on Google. You have nothing to lose. Simply visit prosper.insurance slash kind to get your quote and a $25 gift card. That's prosper.insurance slash KIM, K-E-I-M. This offer is good from August 29th to September 12th. You know what else is cool? They plant a tree for every policy they write. That's more than 66,000 trees and counting. Get ready to feel good about your insurance. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, the voice of the Washington football team, Graham Weinstein and I, go over Washington season opening 20-16 loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. Won't waste time with my thoughts because Graham and I get into all of the game. Just know you can follow Graham on Twitter at RealGramW. You can read my work on ESPN.com, including an update on quarterback Brian Fitzpatrick and more. And just know we'll get a further update on him Monday. Graham and I get into some of this. Anyway, that's it. Now, here's Graham and I talking about the season opening loss. It was fun to have the fans back in the stands. But what the hell happened on third downs with the defense? All right, Bram, we're going to get to the obvious topic, the quarterbacks, in a minute because it's always a topic here, another injury to talk about, another change. But let's start, in general, your big takeaway. 14 of 19 on third down. Um, that's just not going to be acceptable. and You're not going to win. Um, and maybe part of that is Justin Herbert is just outstanding. He was extremely clutch a year ago on third down, and he was obviously here today. He was very impressive. If you don't get pressure on him, you're in a lot of trouble. We saw that early with him. Um, that said, I thought this was the number two defense in the league that was supposedly improved. And 14 of 19 is flatly not going to cut it. And the one that is particularly the ball game really is third and 16 at the 12. Um, you know, I, I just, it's one thing if Herbert chucks one in the middle of the field and Mike Williams or Keenan Allen makes some crazy catch, you know, in traffic or something like that. And that just happens. But just for someone to catch it underneath and then dive for a that first was, down that was bad 
that was really bad and and that's not acceptable and that's where the ball game is in my opinion and then there's a lot going on here with Ron Rivera saying missed assignments I need to watch the game again because you know I'm just saw it in real time so I need to see what he's talking about and there were some conditioning issues obviously too there were guys running in and out of the game constantly so um, and it also it also led to guys like Chase Young and Montez Sweat not rushing in certain key situations that's right. You know, that's right. And, and um, so and it's not that they don't rotate. They do. They did last yeah, year too. Yeah, it's absolutely. not like, 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 I think for fans to understand that, like, number one, young and sweat are not out there on every play. Nobody's out there on every play. People rotate like that. That's that happens. I agree though. There were some key situations where their absence was noticeable. Right. Um, and, and, you know, so I know we'll get to the offense in a minute. Cause I think it's a much more complicated thing to probably talk about. But I got to tell you, like, out of the gate, what I expected was this team's going to hang its hat on its defense. And frankly, the stat sheet says something that the scoreboard does not. I thought they were dominated today. Yeah. You know, short of a couple of drives, they, they, they got their sea legs under them after the first touchdown for a good couple of drives. And then from there, really, Herbert had his way with them, and specifically in clutch situations. And they're not going anywhere if they don't fix that. And I will assume that they're going to get better than, than they were I, today. Listen, you have, they have to be better. And I think they will. They were good in those, some of those areas last year. Herbert also is just a different dude throwing the ball. And, and it was, he put on a clinic at times, Keenan Allen put on a route running clinic at times, but I agree. Like there, that is to me, what concerned me was the maturity issue. And it's not so much like that they're, they act like 10 year olds, but from a football standpoint, if he, when he's talking about the game, hey, these guys are trying to do too much or they're not in the right spots because they just didn't do their job. That to me is a concern because this team, you know, they need to be the bedrock of this of this team. And why are you not in those spots? Why are you trying to do too much? Is that does that speak to an immaturity issue with the overall um, age or youth of the defense? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know, but I will say, I mean, this has been going on for like a month, publicly and privately. When we speak to Ron Rivera, he brings up that word constantly, maturity. So because yeah. clearly he's seeing something here that is, you know, he feels like needs to be fixed. And he's never really exactly clarified what he means by that. So I don't want to put any words in his mouth, but that word comes up a lot. Right after the game, the first thing out of his mouth is there was a lot of missed assignments. And he wasn't just saying it because that's how he felt. He said, I'm looking on the tablets and I'm telling you, like in between drives, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of missed assignments. And that's why I'm eager to watch this again tonight because yeah, I want to see what he was talking about. Um, and so, you know, I think he he has kind of foreshadowed that he was concerned how they yeah, were going to come yeah, out of did. the gate by saying, I don't know how mature they are. And maybe he means just collectively if everyone understands what they're supposed to do, this is not hero ball. They got the ranking they got last year because one of the competition that they played and two, because they did overachieve, I think beyond what they expected of them. It's not going to be that way this year. Herbert is the first of like seven pro bowl or uh -huh. hall of fame type quarterbacks that they're playing this year. And this was a rough, rough start. And hopefully it's a wake up call because they better win Thursday. 0-2 yeah. heading to Buffalo. They better win on Thursday. Yes, and, and I, which, which they, they have to. It becomes a must-win game no matter who's at quarterback. But sticking with the defense for a second, it was also disappointing to me that they, you know, I know they, they flipped Chase Young to the left side. Ron Rivera said, well, that's kind of what they do. But I also figured that that was a better matchup for him than facing Rashawn Slater, who I think the way he plays, his hands, his ability to set, 
gives Chase Young trouble. But it would have been nice to see that four-man rush produce a lot more than it did. Yeah, I think so. And, um, you know, what became clear just in watching, and it was hard to know what they were going to do. I mean, this is this is a very difficult game to kind of try to forecast and, and say, like, well, this is what I think they should do because Chargers had a new staff and a lot of new people and four, you know, four different offensive linemen. And really, honestly, because Balaga barely played last year, a whole new offensive line and obviously new schemes. It's hard to know what they were going to do. Um, but it became clear early that, like, and this is just my viewpoint of watching Herbert last year, there's a lot of Brady in him. Like, you got to get pressure up the middle on yeah. him because if you mm-hmm. don't, he's going to kill you. Like, he is going to kill you. And, you know, when they did get pressure on him up the middle, they did force some throws that were off from him. It wasn't enough. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, it happened regularly on third down plays. And, man, that guy was clutch today. God, oh, was he, he just he was, getting everything today. And, it, you know, and the thing that – Again, like there were some throws you're like, I don't know if the coverage could have been a lot better there because the throw was just perfect. But the t- this defense does do well in the red zone and did that again today. But the third downs and just the rest of the time was just a, was a disaster. It's not the way you want to start. And I think to the maturity thing, too, what I've heard, too, Bram, when you talk to people over there is the, hey, second half of the year. Because I think they know that there's still more work to be done in some of those areas. And I'm guessing that what he feared came true came out today yeah and you know the other thing we were talking about this last week on my show and when we were together at the park that like I wasn't getting a great vibe you know really just overall from the team and 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 I don't want to like make any pronouncements oh they're not ready or this is going to happen or anything because you don't really know and you don't know until you go but here are the coaches saying out loud I'm not sure this team's mature enough they need to handle themselves learn how to handle themselves a little bit better you know, there was a felt like a ramp down as we headed into the opener. And I had a bad feeling coming into it. But I, you know, I, I just wanted to believe one, they'll be fine. I saw what their defense did a year ago and they'll be fine. And then secondarily, the Chargers hadn't shown anything either. And they're coming east. Right. And I don't right. know what to expect from them either. So I felt this game was really a toss up. And the score looks like it was a toss up. But I think if you really go back and watch and think about what happened today, I think you'll see that that score could have been very different and probably be a little more emblematic of how badly the Chargers outplayed them today. And that, but I also think it also speaks to situational football and some of those areas, they were pretty good red zone. Again, really good third downs, horrendous. And you can't, you just can't keep giving that guy that kind of time or not the time, but that many chances. And then when you look at how Washington was on third downs and they weren't very good. So that was a big, big, big story of the game. And, you know, I also know like Benjamin St. Juice was picked on a little bit. I didn't think his coverage was horrible. But like you, um, I do want to go back. I need to go back and watch the game because, it, you know, you don't want to sound like a coach when you say that. But it's true. When you're sitting here watching this game live, I'm not able to sit there and rewind every play to see what, what happened and to analyze it. But with the missed assignments, how many times were there two guys on one guy? Because you saw that a couple of times, two guys running wide open. Um, I just expected – I thought they were going to have some trouble with Herbert and that offense, but they, it just did not unfold the way that I anticipated for them. Let's go to the offense because that's where the big story is going to be this week as well with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, he's getting it – for people listening, he's getting an MRI Monday morning. There is a concern that perhaps it's a hip subluxation – don't know now that could go, that's a bit too general because that could be we don't we don't know yet the severity they have to find out with the MRI 
but that's a fear. Then we'll see the severity based on the MRI. What did you think of his play and then what Taylor Heineke came in and did? So not unlike the preseason, I have no judgment on him because I don't think he was out there very long. And so I think it's very hard to make some kind of judgment off of a few series um, other than to say, I mean, here they were into the second quarter and Terry McLaurin hadn't been targeted yet. Right. And Logan Thomas isn't seeing the ball. And so I, I'm, I'm kind of curious what exactly was the plan of attack. And so I don't want to blame Fitzpatrick on that, but I'm trying to figure out like what exactly they were trying to do, but it's such a short sample size. I think it's hard to make any real judgments of him. Heineke, clearly the blood was pumping early. I mean, he sailed with his <laughs> first couple of passes, you know? And so, and then once he calmed down, he's a gamer. The lights are not too bright for him. There's a lot of energy behind him. You saw what happened in the stadium the second he went in there. Yeah. Um, he's a gamer. He's a player. There was some moxie to Gibson, too. I think I saw that, too, in the third quarter. Like, you could kind of feel the energy was back. What's, what's kind of hard to know, and I think we all, like, as we watch it, it's just like, He's such a freelancer that it's kind of hard to know to project out what a full game looks like with him when you actually literally game plan it or what multiple weeks look like with him, right. you know, if Fitzpatrick is going to miss some time. And I like you, I don't know, you know, the severity of the injury. I have a hard time believing he's playing on Thursday, no matter what, but like, yeah, I, I would don't have know. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think, and you know, the question that I always have with, with Heineke is the durability and He's not built to last. He is not only not built, but doesn't play the way that you would need to get through a long season. That's always been the, a big fear with him. He doesn't have the greatest arm, but what he does have is good anticipation and knows where guys are supposed to be. And he does provide energy and a spark. I just wonder how long can he do that, playing that way, and then you know, can he stay healthy? Because if he does, I think I think he can do some things to help these guys. But with Fitzpatrick, one of the things that surprised me early, Bram, was with this defense, and it's a lot of two deep safeties, I, I was expecting a little bit more, a lot more underneath in the so early, going, early going. I felt like they were taking some shots, and like that surprised me. That, And I think with, with Heineke, that second half, the drive started with a couple of short passes to McLaurin. So that, yeah. that, that surprised me. Yeah, I um, I kind of came in and again, it, it's hard, you know, in most cases, I would have an opinion of how I think that they should attack anybody or whatever. But in this case, it was so hard because the Chargers had not shown literally anything in the summer. So it was just kind of hard to know. Um, Staley's defense plays a lot they yes. did in L.A. So it's whether or not that's the same D because you don't have the same players. He shows that he has shown a certain shell that he plays. It stood to reason a little bit that with very young and inexperienced linebackers um, and with the propensity to likely blitz a lot, because that's what Staley did. He would bring people up to the line and you have to guess who's coming and who isn't that I felt like there was going to be some real opportunity in the middle of the field with either McLaurin or McKissick or Logan Thomas right. or, you know, at all. And that didn't play out that way. And I don't want to pretend to be a coach and know what I'm talking about. But that was just my gut kind of going in. And there was very little of that. And then at the same time, there was very little success doing really anything else in the passing game. Um, I felt like Diami Brown, not unlike in the preseason, I think people need to calm their expectations. He looked like a rookie to me. He did. It doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that there's not a big upside for him. He just looked like a rookie today and considering that 
you know, I think walking in, we all said, do they know what they're good at or do they know what they think they're going to be good at? And if you don't know the answer to that question, then I think you just go with what you know and take what they give you. And they didn't go to the well with McKissick, Thomas, McLaurin, the yeah, that, known that, quantities of this shocking. team at this point. So I was a little surprised. And yeah. so I, I'm waiting to see what happens Thursday night because I think there's a major recalibration that needs to be done on offense to consider what are we good at or what are we going to hang our hat on? And on defense, to the degree of, are you embarrassed by what happened today because we can't have this happen again? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Football is back, so you need to get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any week, one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings didn't forget about current customers. All customers can participate in DraftKings week one, no brainer. For opening night, all customers can double their money as long as Tampa Bay doesn't lose by 74 points. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KIND to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code KIME, K-E-I-M, to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Sticking with the offense, because one thing they did do is they did they did stick with the run with Gibson in the second half, especially. Um, and what did you think of his game? Because my little take on it, and he talked about it, there were a couple times where he got a little bit cute with some of his runs where he tried to bounce it like he might bounce it and they try to bounce again or he bounced a little bit too early and things like that. And on that fumble, that's one of the things Rivera talked about was hit that hole and press the hole stronger or, or better. And he didn't need to bounce that one out. Stick with that one because then you're going to get a few yards. But he, they felt like he got a little bit cute with it and that led to the fumble. Yeah, and maybe that's a maturity thing too. That like right. you're not gonna make a big play on every play. You need to understand that um, a fumble at the five yard line is devastating. I mean, yeah. so you know, there's there's nothing else you could say about that other than it's just a devastating play at, at any juncture of the game to fumble where they fumbled the ball. So that was rough. Um, you know, I think he's a playmaker. I think he had a pretty good game. If you you know take away a devastating turnover, but like I thought he played 
relatively well. I, I, I look at the this. I had a fear of the offensive line not coming yeah, out. I was going to get to that gelled. And and um, listen, Sam Cosme had to block one of the best pass rushers in the world um, and got eaten up pretty hard today. And they yep. came in knowing they were going to have to give him some help. But that's that's a heck of a trial by fire against that guy. That guy was until about a week ago, the highest paid defensive lineman in the NFL for a reason. Right. right? So so they he had a tough time. Uh, the left side of the line at times had a tough time. I was concerned that it was going to take a little time for the offensive line to kind of come together. They had said out loud they think they're better. Out of the gate, I wouldn't describe them as better in week no. one. It doesn't, but again, like it's so early, it's also new. And frankly, I had a vibe, and I think you did too, that this was not ready for prime time out of the gate. It doesn't mean it can't get there, but there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up big time and fast before they hit what is going to be a gauntlet of quarterbacks like Herbert, you know, from mid-October on. Right. Listen, they even faced Matt Ryan. Well, Atlanta's not a very good team, but Matt Ryan still can play quarterback. Yes. The other the, the other thing with that line, and like my thought has always been, I think they're deeper, but I don't know if they're better starting five yet, but I do think they're deeper. But, you know, you saw Leno give up the pressure and the, the hit on Fitzpatrick, and I've yes. seen him give up some things this summer, whether it's in practice or, or in the preseason games. And you're right, Cosby's rookie. I do like where Cosby, I think, can get to. I thought that was a really, really tough assignment for his for his opener. Um, so I, I think well, I did like what I saw from Gibson. I think there's some encouraging signs there. And that's the one thing I don't want to do is go overboard with the, pre, with the first game of the year with in terms yeah. of – one way or another, which way is this going to go? Because if they had won, there were still some concerns that would come out of this game with. And there's you know, some of the stuff that we're talking about was probably about the same because, you know, if you get one more touchdown. It's- I mean, honest, look, for everybody's freaking out, and I didn't think it was a great debut either, okay? But, like, they were one in five a year ago with a team that is not as deep as this one. So I think everyone should need to relax. There's a long way to go here. Um, listen, things can get turned upside down. If they're not going to have their starting quarterback for a long period of time, I think we need to, you know, hope on Heineke, but think about that for a moment. That's a tough pill to swallow if that's what right. it's going to be. And that the rest of some of this stuff is going to hopefully clarify itself because I do think they have a very competitive team. I do think that they have a way deeper team than they did a year ago. And I'm, gonna, I'm hoping to chalk up that this defensive performance is not going to be the norm for them. I mean, I don't know how many yards they gave up in the second half, but the last couple of drives were crazy, the amount of yards they gave up. They were, last year, the best second-half defense by far, like not close, by far, by 300 yards next to the next highest-ranked defensive unit in the second half all of last year. They were the best scoring defense in the NFL last year in the second half, too. So I believe... And this has been Ron Rivera's past. They get better as things move they along. Do. And, and, and he so knows that. He knows that. He does, and they do. And I saw it last year. I saw it at one and five when they had a terrible game of turnovers against the Giants. And I went, you know what? They keep playing like this. They're going to be fine. And they were. Right. And this was not the way they wanted to start. I was very concerned just in general with the way things were being discussed with words like maturity vibe at the park in general that they could have an outcome like this and they got one and i'm hoping pride kicks in and hopefully some different discipline kicks in and hopefully missed assignments get cleaned up 
And hopefully Fitzpatrick's not out for a long time. And hopefully, you know, that they figure out what they are on offense. And there's a lot there, but there's 15 other teams that are going, what do we need to do differently today too? So I, I'm hoping that, you know, everyone stay, stay medium. Because <laughs> that was a rough, it was a, it was a rough one, but, you know, it was a rough one against a team with a top 10 quarterback and that's okay. And, you know, it's funny because I picked these guys to win. I did not feel confident in all my picks. But I also made because I thought Eckler was going to be that might be out when we had to make the pick. But now, in hindsight, I would say, well, I don't think it certainly he didn't have the kind of game that I thought he might. That was all Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen, and then you know Mike Williams with yeah. the size. But but the, even the stuff to Williams, that was all that was Justin Herbert. But the other thing too, Bram, I got to tell you, let me, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry, but like honestly, if you told me a team is going to exclusively have to pass the ball on this team to win, I would tell you we're going to win nine times out of 10. Yeah. And today this team was toasted. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that's, that's disappointing. Like we have these two ends with this defensive line and an upgraded secondary, and they got roasted on third yeah. down on yeah. third and long over and over and over. That's yeah. where we're supposed to win. Right. So that's disappointing. Big time, big time. And, and that, and like you said that, especially because listen, you, this is supposed to be the bedrock of this team as the offense matures or grows or whatever. And if they're going to come out like this, it's not good. What it also says, though, is this team has to be better on third downs offensively because if you are going to face those quarterbacks, you can't keep giving them chances. You're going to have to play keep away at least a little bit and while also converting into points. So I don't know if there's much more to say on this. Well, at least Dustin Hopkins was good on kicks inside 50, so – there you go. Celebrate. He was good. Crazy. DeAndre Carter was okay. He yeah, I thought he gave a spark, spark. plug. He yeah, I liked okay. him. Mm-hmm. I, I really I thought Heineke showed a lot of energy. I think they took the ball out of his hands, honestly, in the fourth quarter and should have allowed him the opportunity to probably show a little bit more. Terry McLaurin made an absolutely ridiculous catch in this game. That's yeah. always a good sign. Um, so it wasn't it, – it's never all bad. Um, and the reality is – I think there's a lot left to be desired and they lost by four points. Right. And I, while I don't think that that score really represents how this game went, um, it is the reality of it. And when push came to shove twice, they caused turnovers in the red zone. So it's not like it's all terrible here, um, but it's going to have to be a lot better. Yeah, and it better yeah. be a lot better fast because Owen two with two home games, that's a hole most teams don't climb out of. So Especially this going on the road very next important. week. Yeah, this is a very, very, very important game Thursday night. But I think, you know, Bram, the last thing on this too is the building process includes getting your heads in the right direction. And if there is a maturity issue, and again, I don't think that it's like that they're immature from the standpoint they're just goofing off and things like that. I've covered those teams where I felt like it was like that. I think they're immature on the field and what they're having to execute. And that's part of this building process is getting that to mature. Because if you do, the talent is yeah, there. I agree. And like, just defense, think, yeah. go back to last year again for a moment. Like the teams they lost to early, Arizona was good, could have been a playoff team. Cleveland was a playoff team. Baltimore was a playoff team. Rams were a playoff team. They weren't particularly competitive or on the same level with any of those teams. No. People forget that part. It turned in the second half of the season. That's where it turned against some opponents that weren't playoff teams. And then eventually they started to prove their medal when they got to Pittsburgh and San Francisco and gave Seattle a really good run. And by and, the end and of the Tampa. year, yeah, and Tampa. And by the end of the year, we were like, oh, these guys can play. So that's why I don't want to go too overboard about this because. This feels like last year, honestly, where it was like, 
okay, there's a long way to go here, but it doesn't mean they can't get there. And I need to trust that Rivera's done this so many times that somewhere along the way it clicks and they, they get better. And, and I think they will. I really, I think their team is better. And that's why I'm hoping it happens faster this time around yeah. than it did a year ago. Well, he did not seem happy after the game. So I'll be curious to hear, I'll be curious to see how they respond Thursday. Cause I think this is a big test for them to come out and play better. And the one thing he always said, you have to go play well first. And once you start playing well, you start stringing together wins. So but they gotta, did not play well. Today. No, it's I mean, got to start with, the important exactly. This is, start this, with playing they, well. Yes. They were beat by a really good quarterback who was really clutch today, but, they put themselves in bad position after bad position. They had, a, they had a terrible turnover at a bad time. They had a lot of penalties. They did not necessarily do anything consistent on offense. I'm not surprised by that. And defensively was a letdown. They lost today. They weren't beaten. They lost today. He knows that. And I think it's going to be a good lesson for them. Because it's one thing when Tom Brady, like they, they go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady and then he just throws a couple dimes in the fourth quarter and you get beat by the GOAT. Okay, you can live with that. They beat themselves today, and and I think they, they I'm sure they know that they were they were well, outplayed her, in every yeah, way. They, they got and I and I mean I think the Chargers beat them, and so I think if that's yeah I I I'm just a big fan of Herbert now after watching him up yeah, close. The I impact, know. just feeling his impact on the game was tremendous. But I still go back to there are a lot like I am like you go back watch the game, see where some breakdowns occurred. And then um, see if they get better. Because listen, if you want to build something right, you've got if there's a step by step process. And I know like fans don't always want to hear that because they've been waiting so long for something positive. But this thing is not finished yet. Because first of all, because they don't have the guy behind center that is your long term answer. So until you get that guy, this thing isn't finished. But there's still part of that is the mentality. And when they came into the season, the big thing for Rivera was his phrase was now what. And, you know, so now, like last year doesn't matter. Now what do you do? So maybe some of these guys find that out and, and we'll see what happens. So, all right, Bram, not, not the opener that people want to hear about, but it's what it is. So I appreciate you joining me. All right. See ya. That's it for this episode. It's a short week. So I'll be back with another episode either Tuesday night or Wednesday as we get you ready for the week two game against the New York Giants. Talk to you next time.